comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a Jittery Monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Nerds United on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. I'm Greg Mahachko and joining me as always, he is the co-host of the year, the one and only, his hand to hold by some lucky lady out there. I don't know. That was weird. (laughs) I don't know how I got there, why I got there, or how to get back. Mike Luther. Hello, Mike. Well, hello, Greg. How are you? I'm doing terrific. How are you? I'm, I'm not doing too bad, actually. Uh, today is the last day of my vacation. I had a, I had a very long vacation. Yeah. Uh, uh, I technically came back Thursday because we were supposed to originally uh, we were supposed to have a, like a mandatory fun day type of thing. Uh, it was going to be like an all day event. And then it, mandatory and then it, fun day. Yeah. <laughs> and then it, and then it changed to, we were just going to do virtual. It was going to be from 10 to 1230. And then that changed to just having a meeting from 11 to 12. Well, actually it went to 1230 anyway, because the people in our, in my group like to talk. I don't know lot. what that's like. Yeah. Oh my God. Could you imagine um, if I was in that group? Yeah. yeah. So, um, so, but, so I came back one day, Thursday, and then uh, I start Monday, and then Tuesday I start teaching again. So fantastic! I also had a meeting uh, this past week, uh, work meeting on Tuesday, and what scared me about it is when my boss first notified everybody about the meeting, he said it starts at eleven, uh, should be three to four hours, and I already was like. <gasps> Yeah. Uh, and then we got there. And first of all, uh, some things happened in my office. So my boss actually didn't even run the meeting. Um, but the guy who did run the meeting, he says, all right, we're going to start with an announcement. Then we're going to break for lunch. We'll come back at 1130 and then we'll have our meeting. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the town I work out of. So we had Wally's for lunch. Okay. Um, and and then we all came back and the meeting was done by 12:45 and I was just elated. <laughs> Could not have been happier. I was like we need more of these meetings. He's like and he's he's an older guy who ran the meeting. He's like if I can't say it in an hour, it don't need to be said. Well, you know, I was going to say the no meeting should go more than 2 hours. 2 hours should be max for me. I, I start uh how to if I have my laptop in the conference room I'll start right. like doing actual work. If I don't have the laptop in the conference room, I start tuning it out. And it, oh, yeah. I've, I've always been like that. I I've never been big on staff meetings. Um, you know, again, get, get the information out there and then let's move on. Uh, like in my last job, I was telling this to one of my coworkers is in my last job, we used to have staff meetings for all the drivers at like six thirty, mm-hmm. six forty five in the morning. Well, a lot of guys are on the road by six right. and I like to be on the road by seven then, you know, you'd have the meeting wouldn't end until 730 or 745 because questions always arise and people want to argue and bitch about shit. Uh, and then it's like, all right, 830. I guess my truck's loaded. I got to go. You get tried to do yeah. 40, 50 stops and get home at a decent time. 
So I don't miss that. Uh, I, this week turned out fine as far as, you know, I was able to get everything accomplished that I wanted to accomplish. And we're going to move in uh, to a new week, Mike. Yes. But we're not going to do it alone. All right. I have an old friend with us uh, tonight, Mike, and I want right. to bring bring him out and uh, 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 put on a show for you and all the good listeners at home. Oh, nice, nice. So I, I figured it was a forty two oh four that you had the delicious uh, forty two oh four pecan brown ale. 4204 Main Street Brewing Company, Belleville, Illinois. I hadn't seen their brews on the shelf in a while. And I saw this one. I said, going to have to get it. Uh, also, I can't keep up with whether or not they're open or closed. Because it was so, like they had the brewery and then that closed. And then they had the restaurant and then the brewery open. And, and it's like opening and closing back and forth. And then they don't own it. Then they do own it. Then they try to sell it. Then they have a buyer. Then I have no idea what happens to it. I don't see all of those. <laughs> I think if I had to try to keep up with it to that extent, I'd go crazy too. Um, lat, to, to best of my knowledge, the restaurant is open. May or may not be under new management or, or ownership. I, I should say uh, the distribution center is not open to the best of my a, a knowledge again, the distribution yeah. center and banquet um, center. Uh, it, again, to the best of my, I, I hope that that is not the case because I do like all the wide variety of beers that they offer. And I do like picking them up in my local grocery store. So um, see, I think it's the exact opposite though, because <laughs> I, I thought I remember seeing a post on Facebook recently about how they're booking for, 2022 and 2023 for their banquet center. Like you want to have a wedding or whatever. Who knows? They got, they got got good beer though. They do. I I wouldn't mind going back there and having a flight of beers or something. Well, Mike, let's make that happen someday. I know a guy who knows a guy. All right. All right. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, Well, here we go. We're just going to read the, well, it's not a new update. Uh, but let's do it right now. Uh, this okay. was as, as of October 8th, okay. 2021. Um, closing the restaurant. Uh, uh, humbled by the outpouring of support from our community. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We want to give everyone an update of what's happening with 4204. We have news on both the large brewery uh, at 6435 and the restaurant. We decided that the 4204 restaurant will be listed for sale. We were working with another local restaurant, but unfortunately, that plan stalled. The restaurant will be sold as a package deal, uh, everything with it. Now, on the brewery front, introducing a new sister company located at the Distribution Brewery and Banquet Hall, Belleville Beverage Company. All right. They uh, specialize in contract brewing and co-packing and canning, focus harder than ever on creating great high-quality products. If you want uh, to bring your beverage to market, reach out to us. We can package any liquid product, beer, CBD infused seltzer, tea, soft drinks, energy drinks, health and wellness products, and soda. Uh, keeping the 4204 brand out in the market, Bango Center open for private events. Stay tuned for more news from 4204. Okay. So brewery's still there, no restaurant. Got it. Yep. Everything that you just said before. Yep. I. 
I do say I I didn't go. I never actually went to the restaurant, like sat down at the restaurant mm-hmm. and, and ate there. I know you did. Um, I did have as when they started doing like the packaged meals or whatever it was um, because of the you know, pandemic and stuff. I they, what was it? I think I want to say that maybe not a brisket or something like that. I had that was really good from them. Yeah, it was. I I I had one unfortunate situation, and this was at the distribution center. I uh, had dinner there with my family. Of course, it was a family of three at the time, and the uh, food that I ordered initially was relatively inedible. Now, right. I told them about this. They were went above and beyond to apologize, fix the situation, gave me free beer, comped my meal. Uh, and it, it, you know, I, I hesitated to I even say it, but the way they handled, you know, they were going to be like, you ain't got to pay for your meal. You ain't got to pay for two beers. I was like, okay. And then I still tipped very well because of how they handled it. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. So, cause it's not certainly not the server's fault, but right. Like, I like ribs, right? Yeah. Uh, and I'm used to ribs that, you know, even if you can't pull them apart, you can still chew them. Right, and right. like <laughs> these ribs here, I felt like I could like hit on the table and do damage to the table. Like they were just, it, wasn't, it wasn't great. Uh, it wasn't their best night, but that's okay. Um, I will still support them in all that they do. Yeah. So, Mike. Greg. We have a skosh bit of news. Okay, and then we yes. both and then we both watched some things in the past week. I didn't yeah. get a chance to read anything, Me as either. you probably know. <laughs> yeah. Um. The the, the scant a uh, little bitty bit of news, uh, and if there's more, please tell me. But the only thing that I see on our Facebook page is that Morbius has been delayed, and it will be now exclusively in movie theaters on April first, which means, yeah. of course. It'll be at least April 2nd because LOL April Fool's Day. Um, so I was looking at, uh, I have to pull it back up. Um, this, I, I told you that I think this is the sixth time that Morbius has changed dates, and it is the sixth time it is. So the teaser for it came out almost two years ago. It was actually January 13th, 2020, is when the teaser for it came out. This movie or this situation has gone on longer than the pandemic yes uh and and it kind of worries me a little bit because anytime there's a bunch of changes like that usually the movie's not great uh the one that can that brings to mind is uh new mutants they're the one that i i think it it was changed like several times like for for, i want to say over two years did i tell Um, you that i finally watched new mutants yeah, probably a while back. I've seen okay. it too. It wasn't as bad, I don't think, as people said, but it wasn't great. It's not memorable. No, exactly. Yeah. And I thought honestly, when I when I first saw the trailer for New Mutants, now you're talking about Morbius, right now. Uh, I thought it was gonna be really good. I was like, oh, I'm not a big horror fan at all, but I thought that's an interesting take because it, it seemed like it was gonna be like a, a horror film. Or more horror based than you would think. I'm like, oh, that's that's pretty decent. Okay, 
Uh, so yeah, it's uh, April first, twenty twenty-two. This is from back on talking about Morbius. So it was originally set for release on July tenth, twenty twenty. Then it was moved three weeks later to July thirty-first. Then the pandemic hit. It was uh, moved to March nineteenth of twenty twenty-one. Then October eighth, twenty twenty-one. Then January twenty-first, twenty twenty-two. Then January twenty-eighth, and then April first. <laughs> I heard this, and I'm not entirely sure if this is entirely accurate, but something along the lines of Spider-Man No Way Home was announced, filmed, and released between the the time that Morbius was teased and Morbius will come to theaters. (laughs) I I think you're right. Yeah. And I'm honestly not sure of the reason for changing it, because... I mean, people are going to the theaters, obviously. Right. Now, you know, like Spider-Man No Way Home proved that. Not not that they're going to do Spider-Man No Way Home numbers at all, but, you know, people are going. Speaking of Spider-Man No Way Home numbers. Yes. In its, I guess, fourth weekend. Right. Uh, Best friend of the show, Josh, and his lovely wife, and his brother-in-law went to see Spider-Man No Way Home finally. Yes. And the the guy who said just a week ago that he's behind on so much uh, also has watched the first two episodes of Book of Boba Fett. So we want to tip our caps. <laughs> I say imaginary for me. You're actually wearing one. To best friend of the show, Josh, for doing the unthinkable. Finding yeah. a sitter for your kid for a couple hours and and uh, going to the show. Well done. And I, I'm glad he went. I'm glad he saw it. I'm also glad that I don't have to do stuff like find a sitter. You know. Well, you do. You you are the sitter. You take the kid with you. I mean, I, I, oh, I, he I doesn't need a sitter. Yeah, he's 17. He'll be 18 in a couple months. So. That is about three months. Is he, is he a senior? Yeah. Wow. Time flies yeah. when you're having fun. Doing his uh, his yeah, senior year in, in high school, the last semester of it right now. How's he? How's he? Uh, is he excited for graduation? I, maybe it's his his excitement or like the, the range for ex- his excitement is like ranges from like. Okay, two. All right. <laughs> whatever. I'm like, I'll be like, I'm like, Nolan, what what did you think about, you know, whatever, dinner or whatever? It was good. Like, like this, that's it? It was good? Yeah. You're like, Nolan, what did you think about uh, Spider-Man No Way Home? It was all right. It was good. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> so. he, he might be more mentally prepared for the world than we are. That's true. That's true. It's not no lie there. He he just seems like he's you know very even keel, not uh, not much uh, moves the needle one way or the other. So yeah, it's a good problem to have. Or yeah, he's going to become a, a serial killer. Yeah, I I, I know um, we're trying to figure out college, and then and then like I like I went. He's he's going to SIUE. Accepted there, and I went there as well. But I'm like, I don't remember what I did, like how I got in there, 
And my, mine was different because he's going like I transferred his stuff because I right. went all over, you know. <laughs> um, and so like I'm having to go on the website and like try to figure out financial aid stuff. And then we had to pay for they, they have to do a thing called new student orientation, which is in June. Um, and I have to figure out if I'm supposed to go or if it's just him. And but it's like $190 or was it 90 or 190? One of the two, 190, I think. It's ridiculous. So I don't remember. Now, I haven't been to many schools. I think anybody who knows me knows. Yeah, we can tell. <laughs> but yeah, I went to junior college and I got in on a scholarship. I don't remember applying. I remember applying for the scholarship, but I don't remember any further paperwork that I that would have been filled out at the time. Granted, it's been 22 years. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, but. I, you know, I didn't go to like a four-year university. I remember more about after I went to Kaskaskia, uh, when I went to the broadcast center for radio uh, for, for their program, I remember more about that because you had to audition. I don't okay. think not too many people know the story. So they come in, it was like uh, there was, I don't know, eight, ten, you know, potential students, maybe something like that. And, you know, most had – a parent or two with them. Cause we're all kind of about the same age. And you know, maybe that right. some of them are a little older and like, I'm already out on my own. I don't need mom and dad, whatever. Uh, but I, I wasn't at that point and, and wasn't really used to driving over to St. Louis at the, t- at the time. Uh, very quickly that became my life. But uh, I remember the audition was, you know, like they, they, or that night they came in, you know, told everybody what, you know, all about the place, you, you know, the, the, the programs, the job placement, you know, things like that. Like I ended up in Nebraska because of the broadcast center. They, they helped me find that first job. Uh, so best friend of the show, Josh, you're welcome. And, or I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but, but the audition was, uh, you know, they would take the prospective student like to a studio um, and have them read like some news copy, maybe a little sports copy, and then give them some type of random product that they have to try to sell. Okay. What they don't tell you or what everybody, but the first person knew that your audition was going to be in like closed circuit TV to the group that was watching or or that was there for the the audition. So that first person went and they didn't know we could watch their audition. So, you know, it was my turn. And I remember like my news copy was something about Chechnya and, you know, right. a little bit of sports copy. And then they kind of, they shut down the system and they gave me a product, like take a minute, you know, figure out what, what you want to do. And it was like, um, you know, like those clear plastic, like uh, packages that, you know, maybe like a, a batting glove might be in, or, you know, it's like, it's like okay, a thicker okay, yeah, plastic, yeah. you know, but it's yeah. clear. And uses a, so I put my hand in it and I sold the hand in the bag or, or, or something like that. <laughs> and I, I don't remember all the specifics now, again, it's been 20 years, but uh, I say, yeah, Hey, if you're in the bathroom and you don't have any toilet paper and you don't want to soil your own hands, use the hand in the bag. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something nice. like that. And uh, you know, and mom and dad, of course, have always been more gracious than, than I deserve, but they came out and they'll say, you know, everybody was just cracking up at your, at your thing and you did really good. And then, you know, I got in, uh, and, and the rest is, is history, so to speak. But, but yeah, so that's, I, I remember more about that process than actually applying to college. 
Yeah. And I, and I've uh, been to college several times, so I should know it, but uh, so we'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Look at me now. I finally, I did it. You're, 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 you're the man. Yeah. So Morbius. Morbius. Are, Are you excited for this movie? I, you know what? Uh, I, I was excited. I liked the trailer for it. I know it, some people didn't. I liked the trailer for it. Uh, I had no clue that it was even originally supposed to come out in January. My, I thought it was like March, like, and before it got changed. I had completely forgot that it was teased two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's been so much, like, go back in your mind two years, you know back you know essentially i remember that i was well see my i didn't have twins uh my oldest was four i was still driving a truck and schlepping water and i like i'll be honest with you we had some inclement weather this past week i'm glad i wasn't driving in the truck yeah you know like there's there's a lot of reasons to be happy that that i made the change um but i like i can't I can't really put myself back in, in those shoes. I don't remember much, you know, I, there's like for, for people in the generation ahead of us, it's like, you know, where were you when JFK was shot or where were you? You know, we recently had, I guess recently, um, and the anniversary of like the moon landing, you know, yeah. it's like, I remember I was, you know, I, I sat at home and watched this, you know, on my black and white TV with grandmas and moms and dads or whatever all around like we don't have those we have 9-11 and i right. think now we probably have like march 15th or whatever it was of 2020 yeah, yeah. And, and i remember when the world shut down when we got that news uh it was the utah jazz player who had contracted covid and so they canceled that game the rest of the season and the nebraska men's basketball game in the big 10 tournament was the last uh, game that was playing. It was playing that night when the news went down and the coach actually got sick, not from COVID found out, but like didn't like he went to the locker room and didn't come back. So one of the assistant coaches had to finish. Like, I remember all that stuff. Right. Um, But two months prior to that, no, it's, it's a void. It's a black hole. Yeah. I, uh, uh, we were actually talking about this at our, our work meeting um, that when the pandemic first hit, when, when we got our stay at home orders, you know, because my, my boss at the time, we were all meeting, you know, in our office building or whatever. And she brought she she wanted to talk to all because she had to tell us, like, hey, you know, we're going to be working from home for a bit. Uh, so make sure you grab your laptop, anything you need from there. And, you know, we're going to set up meetings and blah, blah, blah. So this other stuff. And she, she sneezed on everybody's laptop. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, what's funny is I, I remember making the joke being like, are we going to do our usual group hug? <laughs> yeah. She's like, no. Um, but she jokes about it now because she, she goes, yeah, she goes, I even told you guys. All right. I'll see you guys in two weeks. Cause she thought it was just going to be like, okay, it's going to be a quick be, be home for two weeks. And then, you know, come back. We'll go back to the office. By the way, I was so glad that it was lo- much longer than two weeks. <laughs> Cause I was, I was teaching at the time, which I like teaching, but I was teaching a bunch for other people and I was kind of getting burnt out on it. And so that stopped. And 
I didn't. I, I we did videos, which was different, but you know, now it's. I just remember at the beginning we had so little knowledge, and and this is where, like, folks, this is not a COVID episode, so we apologize. We're just sharing, you know, memories and such of uh, well, what happened a couple of years ago, but we had so such a little knowledge. Um, so my wife had already put in her two weeks notice from her previous job before she was planning on starting a new one and was burning vacation day. So she was off the first two weeks of like the shutdown. Right. Uh, and our, our son was not in preschool for obvious reasons. So she's at home. I was deemed essential worker. In fact, the water company that I worked at gave me like a printout saying that I was in this, in, in case I got pulled over, you know, for being right. out on the roads, which by the way, the, the commute was very quick because there were no other <laughs> cars out, but like I was essential. So I'm still like going around, but this was before like masks were even, uh, yeah. you, you know, like recommended, I guess right. like my work company didn't hand out. It, it ended up being like the, the blaze orange net gators. Um, but yeah. they didn't hand them out for three, four weeks. <laughs> Like it was April, like maybe you guys need to wear these. And I said, yeah. You're giving me a turtleneck and it's warming up outside. No thanks. Yeah, I, I remember I, I got a gator at first because I was like, that's gonna be easier to just have it around my neck and pull up rather than you know, put the mask on which mask I figured out that it's not that complicated anyway. But uh I do remember there was a time when it first started that like if you were wearing a mask, like people stared at you like, what is wrong with this person? And then that completely changed to like everyone was wearing them. And then if you aren't, people are staring at you. And, and yelling now, at you in the supermarket. Yeah. And now it's I think it's going back the other way. It'll, it'll come back around again. I, I remember, you know, I, I had the, the gator on, but I would always put it down in the truck, right? Because, you know, it's right, just me. Um, yeah. and, but I didn't, you know, some of my routes at the time, they didn't require going indoors. You right. know, so if I was just dropping water off of somebody's front porch or by their driveway or garage or something like that, it's... There, there. Right. I mean, but I, I remember specifically. I'm trying to like balance eight or nine jugs of water on this one cart with one hand, going through the um, the automatic doors, and I'm pulling up my gator, you know, o- over over yeah. my face, uh, my my mouth and nose into a hospital of all places. <laughs> and then they're like, "Here's your little sticker. Yep. You know where you're going? I sure do. Been here yeah. lots of times. <laughs> I was here before you." <laughs> Right. <laughs> um, uh, don't you miss it? Don't you want to go back and deliver water again? No. Would you like to know why? Why is that? I still have a ruptured disc in my back. Oh. Yeah. Good times. It doesn't, it doesn't heal itself. I, I, I mean, apparently not. Like it's it's sore. <laughs> it's it, I can tell. I can tell. I'm getting old. Um, same. Same here. Yeah. And the knee. I, the knee's not happy. My. No, there's nothing in my body that's like painful necessarily, but whenever I move like joints, I could feel them popping. Like my hips, I feel pop all the time. And I'm like, and this is what I, I work out. And I think to myself, that's going to be the day that I stop working out is when either something happens with my knee, my hips or my shoulders. And I'm not going to be able to afford to fix it. And I'm not going to be able to, <laughs> to, to, to work out. So it's just going to be, that's it. You should do some dynamic resistance courtesy of DDP yoga. Uh, Sure. Not a sponsor, but they could be. Uh, How how often do you do your DDP yoga, Greg? I'm so glad you asked, Mike. Yes. 
Uh, when I signed up for it in June, I did it huh? every day that I was supposed to for 13 weeks. Okay, awesome. And then September happened. And I've, I've done it a handful of times since then. <laughs> All right. Well. But I did lose 14 pounds in June. That's good. Uh, I've not found all of them back. I have not found all of those pounds, but I have found most of them. Um, so I, I saw, okay. So I recently saw a picture of myself that, oh my God, it made me disgusted. I, and it was a recent picture too. Yeah. A picture taken at Christmas time. It was me and my son. Uh, and I looked at it and I swear to you, I look like I'm every bit of 400 pounds, every bit. <sighs> Well, I look at it. And I was like, I was like, oh my god! And I was like, did I really gain like that much weight? You know, and because I, because sometimes when I'm like, okay, I'm really not eating as well as I should. I just don't look at the scale because if you don't look at the scale, then you don't gain weight. <laughs> That's right. You know, That's right. how it is. Uh, so I, but I, I knew roughly where I was, and I'm like, I have to be, you know, well above that now. And I'm like, and, and I'm still, I'm still going to the gym, yeah, you know, four or five days a week. And I, uh, so I, and I, I, like, I rarely look at the scale and this time I'm like, okay, before I start more working out, I, I need to know like how much weight have I gained? I didn't gain any weight. So I don't know if it's just a bad angle, a bad, whatever it is, but oh my God, it was, I, I found when I was slinging the water. You know, I was burning. That's the one thing that I do miss. I was burning 36 or 3,800 calories every day doing that job, right? Oh, I believe it. Uh, I rocked my Fitbit, and it kept me uh, pretty accurate. And I was eating less. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, I I realized that I, I at one point I, I stopped losing weight, and I started putting on, like, better weight, you know, like muscle weight. Right, right. Um, yeah. But whew, I stepped on the scale New Year's Day. And I made the mistake of doing it before I went. We went to uh, my parents' house where we had like essentially Christmas brunch a week late, right? You know, and all the they all the baked goods that they sent home with us. And I was like, oh, I do not like that number. <laughs> then I got there. I'm like, thanks for them cinnamon rolls, mom. That gooey butter cake. Yeah, bring it all over here. Breakfast casserole. It's all delicious. Where's that coffee? <laughs> uh, it, yeah. It, so I, but. Uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't dwell. I, you know, I, we all, you know, in the bathroom when we're getting in and out of the shower, we all see ourselves in the mirror. And I just look at them like, oh, that's why my wife doesn't have sex with me. <laughs> hey, at least you got a wife. I, that's not going to have a free. I was get out there, man. You just gotta, you gotta, you gotta make, open yourself up to the possibility of, of vulnerability, Mike. No, I'm 40 right now. So, <laughs> That's just it's out of the cards. I'm just trying to think of like, what else do they do in romantic comedies? Yeah. Do you know anybody that you want to go up to their house and hold a boom box over your head? No, no, really? not at all. Nothing. Yeah. Hmm. I'm trying to think of other rom-com tropes. Hey, here's a, a good oh, oh, comment okay, for you folks. Right, yes. uh, what's your favorite romantic comedy trope that Mike should try? Put it in the comments. Speaking of 
romance tropes. Ooh. So I told you, I told you my, my son and I, we watched Dexter, right? Mm-hmm. He, he's, seen, he's seen it several times. I, I'm watching it now with him. We're on, we just finished season three actually today. So there is a scene in there are several scenes where this one cop is going after this other cop, like romantically, like wants to date this other cop. And, and the, the guy's, uh, what's his name? Batista, uh, not Dave Batista, a different guy. Uh, but Batista is talking to this girl and he's like, says, what basically ask her out or whatever it was. And she just straight up says, no, she's like, no, I'm not interested in cops. And then of course he pursues her again. I just want to make sure you're, you're, you know, interested or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, once again, she tells him, look, I told you before, no, I'm not interested. Right. And I was talking to Nolan about it. And I said, here's the sad part. That's teaching guys that don't take no for an answer. Just keep persisting until they finally say yes. I go, it's also teaching girls that, Hey, if you're interested in them, don't say yes right away. Say no a couple times, you know, make sure he's really interested. And I go, because what's going to happen is they will eventually start dating. And sure as shit, that's what happens. So that's, that's the, that's the trope is you have the, the, the two people have to hate each other at first. And then eventually the guy does something and then the girl falls in love with him. Yeah, that one magical act, right? So I, I think that's what I always low-key appreciated about Ted Mosby on uh, How I Met Your Mother is he was pretty fearless and open. You know, like, should he have told, like, Robin in the first date that he loved her? Yeah, maybe not. Um, no, no. But, I mean, spoiler, worked out for him in the end. Um, but... It, <laughs> Really, like he was always a guy who's like, I'm just going to be true. You know, I'm not going to do that silly, like wait three days to call or text. Right. You know, right. The girl is like he he. I feel like overall and, and and Ted Mosby's not, I guess, the most likable character for probably a lot of reasons. Yeah. But I feel like he was always just himself, you know, like he didn't ever try to, you know, like do any of those like games, you know, play any of those games. He was more or less just. This is me and I'm open and I'm, I'm vulnerable and I want to be loved and I want to love. And, you know, let's do it. Anyway, that's, we're getting off topic. <laughs> By the way, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mike sent me the picture from Christmas that he's talking yes. about. Okay. Yeah. And if that picture makes you feel sad, Mike, I'm not going to show you pictures of me I because I you look that. very svelte and handsome. I, I look like, a bee stung my face and my entire body. <laughs> he's he's being too self-critical, folks. Uh, he looks just fine. Uh, he he needs not worry about anything. Mike's a good-looking dude, ladies. You know, it also doesn't it, help. It doesn't, doesn't it doesn't help that I'm standing next to Nolan, who's just super skinny too. He is something of a beanpole. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Like I I. I, I'm embarrassed. I I ran to church uh, earlier today. Okay. And I put on some pants and I didn't need a belt. They didn't go anywhere. But boy, howdy, was I so excited to unbutton those pants when I got home because Ooh, I, they were holding on for dear life. <laughs> and I thought church was Sunday. Did yeah. You- so uh, it, it, and it's a long story. 
Uh, I'm going to go back with my family tomorrow, uh, but I am the, I'm the guy who does the streaming. And so I went to stream uh, tonight and then I'll, I'll take the family, actually sit with the family tomorrow. So, but couldn't you tomorrow, couldn't you tell your family like, look, I watched this yesterday. I got it. Okay. You guys go. That defeats the person going with the family. <laughs> like, look, it's, it's like, you know, I look, I saw Spider-Man No Way Home. If you guys want to go on your own and go see it, feel free. I would wow. actually willingly, again, volunteer <laughs> to go see Spider-Man No Way Home again. That's true. That's true. It, is a good it, movie. Was, it was that good. Now, can we talk about one aspect of that that we haven't we didn't talk about in okay. our spoiler yes. episode? Yes. The very end when he's creating his like homemade suit. Right. Like his updated version, I guess, of the homemade yeah, suit yeah, based yeah. on, you know, the first time we saw him. Why did it appear to you like the fabric that he had selected was a little uh, covered in glitter? I felt like it looked a little shiny. It probably was a bit of shine to it, you know. It's a, it's a, it's a new Spider-Man. He wants to be fabulous, you know. Is he taking a, a page out of the Twilight book? I mean, that's that's what I thought. Well, when I, was, I was like, oh. well, you know, I was more impressed, and just like with every Spider-Man costume, that a kid could put together a costume like that. Like the it's more true. the more realistic um, home costume version is the one he had originally in uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Correct. You know, before Tony Stark, you know, made one for him. Same with uh, Tobey Maguire, like his and Andrew Garfield. Yeah. And Andrew Garfield. Yeah. And yeah. it's, you know, it's like the Spidey costume, you know, 1.0. Right. And then all of a sudden they're, they're master seamstress or seamstress. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I think seamstress is specific to female. I'm not sure. I don't know what the male version of seamstress is. So I apologize, but. Taylor. We'll just go Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't trust it. Speaking oh, of speaking of Taylors, I really yeah. want to watch The Kingsman again. Okay, well. I mean I nothing's stopping I me. I you know, I just yeah, I, I just wanted to voice. Oh no how. <laughs> I know I have it on my voodoo. It's on mine. Is it on yours too? Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, Mike, should we get uh, to talking about what we came here to talk about yeah, tonight? Yeah, let's talk about, talk about what we watched. All right. Uh, this portion of the episode is going to be called Two Guys Talking Cobra Kai. Yes. Which is also the name of this episode. Perfect. So if, if you made it this far in the show and you're like, we're the it's about damn time, you're welcome. Yeah, about a half hour in. That's, that's usual. Um, you know, one thing that I learned uh, through watching Cobra Kai that, well, not really through watching it. It was really through watching it and looking at something on the internet. Uh, Ralph Macchio and was named Thomas uh, Ian Griffith, the guy who plays Terry Silver. Terry Silver is actually younger than Ralph Macchio. Terry Silver is 59. Ralph Macchio is 60. Wait a minute. Time out now. Yep. And it's even more. The movie, the movie came out in 85. I, I don't know. Probably. It's even more um, 
I guess either disturbing when you look at them originally, like when I guess when it was Cobra, oh, sorry, not Cobra, 84. three or whatever it is. But yeah, uh, Ralph Macchio is older than Terry, than the guy who plays Terry Silver, which is like I said, Thomas Ingram. I'm waiting for Greg to process that information. I know it's a lot to process. You said that Machio is sixty. Sixty. Yes. So he was born in sixty-two or sixty-one, sixty-two. Okay. So he was twenty-two, twenty-three when they filmed Karate Kid and when it was released. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. It does hold up to you know, Hollywood's history of, uh, you know, having 20-somethings play teenage roles. It does and it doesn't. It does because, yes, they do that. But it doesn't because Ralph Macho was 22, looked like he was 13. And a lot of these actors are trying to play, you know, 15, 16-year-olds, and they're looking every bit of 20-something. Yeah, like the one that people always kind of make fun of is uh, Greece. <laughs> right. People like Greece, where they're supposed to be like sixteen, and they get like you know full beards and receding hairlines. Oh, I'm I'm wondering if I've seen Thomas Ian Griffith in anything else than Karate Kid or Probably. Cobra Kai. And, and and I say and I say or Cobra Kai because I'm pretty sure that the only Karate Kid that I ever saw was the Karate Kid. Same. And then years, years, years later, uh, I watched the next Karate Kid. Yeah, I do remember. I do remember watching that. And so, I think I've seen maybe clips. I think maybe I've seen Karate Kid two. Um, I don't think I ever saw Karate Kid three. Okay, here's a fun one. Thomas Ian Griffith was in Behind Enemy Lines. All right. Do you know who else? Do you know who starred in Behind Enemy Lines? I do not. Behind Enemy Lines starred your favorite Wilson brother. Okay. Wait a minute. I'm thinking it's a different Behind Enemy Lines. Never mind. (laughs) Be, the behind enemy lines I was thinking of stars Owen Wilson. Oh, and is, and is more like um, uh, he's like a pilot whose whose plane gets goes down in like right. Albania. You know, it, it was the late nineties, yeah. so our our enemy at the time wasn't in the desert; it was like in Eastern Europe, like Yugoslavia, things like that. Right, so, right. um, oh, okay, he was in Triple X. Okay, he was. An agent. Yeah. Well, NSA agent Jim McGrath, who doesn't ring a bell to me at all. No, no. But he's back in Cobra Kai season four as Terry Silver, uh, who starts off as a, a decent guy. And then Crease uh, basically turns him back into his old bad self. And then they... I think the way you, you want to finish that is starts out as a decent guy, ends as a complete shitbag. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, um, uh, yeah. I'll say we should say. Uh, obviously, we're going to spoil stuff here. We will, um, and we're able to because the show came out on uh, New Year's Eve. Yeah. So it's, it's been out over a week yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Ends up um, double crossing uh, uh, Crease and has Crease arrested for beating the shit out of Stingray. Yeah, for uh, for assault um, and, and everything else, which I, I was wondering, like, how is all this going down? I I was actually quite surprised at the end of the fight between Sam and Tori. Um, yeah, because I was like, well, they can't shut down Miyagi, though. That's, you know, then there's no, the same thing. Yeah, there, there's no. And the way that they and this is what I joked with you about. I said, what, what what series had more epilogues? Was it the end of Cobra <laughs> yeah. Kai or was it the end of Lord of the Rings, Return of the King? Yeah. And you said, well, Return of the King. I'm like, okay. I, I don't know. I, I think they had equal numbers, but Return of the Kings was, were just much longer. <laughs> right, true. Yes. Um, but you find out again, heavy spoilers here, that the uh, official who was uh, awarding points and judging that girls' uh, All-Valley Finals match between Sam LaRusso and uh, Tori Nichols was uh, was bought and paid for by Terry Silver. Yes. So um, what should have and and they you know, you know, I don't think you necessarily at the time know something's going in, but but when you think the Sam has uh, earned a point. Right. And they say that uh, Tori was out of bounds and, and no point awarded. Like, oh, okay, well, things happen. And then now you know, see, uh, that was just cleverly disguised. So the and you it's all realized, but Tori actually sees that transaction, so to speak, go down. So I think season five is going to be a reckoning for Cobra Kai. I think uh because we saw it at the end, we saw Tori realize that you know she was aided. Um she was aided by the LaRussos uh, for one part, you know, for a good side. And then she was aided by Terry Silver for, to cheat her way to the championship and thus, you know, elevate Cobra Kai and, and, uh, and Eagle Fang and uh, Miyagi-Do. And I think she's going to change her ways. And I think Robbie Keane, a.k.a. Johnny Lawrence's son, is also had a change of heart because he found his father at the old uh, – Cobra Kai Dojo. And again, spoilers, they hugged. Uh, I I think it's going to be like all, I, I think Tori's going to come out and say, uh, no, I witnessed this conversation. Uh, there was shadiness involved. They're going to, I don't know, launch it. Something's going to happen where they're going to all be able to, you know, compete again. I think season five is probably the end of the show. And I think it's going to be like all, all eyes on Cobra Kai. It's going to be good. I think it's going to, uh, it's going to start off with them wanting to work. Or it's being like, okay, we have to work together because we know that that's how it's, it's, it's best for us. You know, meaning Eagle Fang and Miyagi Do. Robbie comes, like you said, Robbie, Robbie comes back into the folds and says, hey, we should also add some elements of Cobra Kai into this, into the training. And then, then they're going to break up again. Uh, 
And then they something will happen where they're going to be like, oh, oh, we need to come together again because we're, we're doing this for Miguel or whatever. Somebody gets hurt, you know, and then they come together again. Uh, and then they tease something at the end. Uh, <laughs> you know. Are you just going to say they're going to keep doing this for me yeah, like, until the end of time? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I really like the series. Um, I, I do. I, it was really fun making fun of it, though, with, because I watched it with my son. Uh, because we also said, like, look, if you have when you're watching this, you have to just have the mindset that this is a universe where not only does everybody know karate, they love karate. I I told him, I said, right now, if I wanted to, I don't think I could find a karate tournament to go to. I think if I Googled karate tournament, it would show up Cobra Kai. Probably. Now, uh, all right, we got to go back in time a little bit. You remember 20 or so years ago, maybe a little bit more, uh, right there in the middle of New Baden, there used to be the Frosty Whip. Yes, of course. And then after the Frosty Whip went out of business and that building was sold, it became a karate dojo. Yeah. Yeah, they used to have a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, they're still, but they used to have trophies in the back of this karate dojo. Like they were very proud. Um, so somewhere there are, in fact, karate tournaments. Now, that being said, if you would tell me, because this is, you know, Outside of Los Angeles, you know, you hear uh, right. Reseda, you know, things like that. If you would tell me that this was basketball, if you would tell me this was football, right. I yeah. could yep. I could be with you on that. But yeah. in no under no circumstance in any high school across the country is karate the thing. No. Where, where families just get together there. Right. Um, oh, and the other thing was. Or come so, together there. You're like around right. karate. Yeah. So they had, uh, was it Carrie Underwood? Yeah. So, all right. So uh, they, she shows up, right? To do, and Ladies and gentlemen, Carrie Underwood. So I press pause on it. And I, because Nolan's right there. I go, Nolan, I go, do you know who Carrie Underwood is? And he goes, I think she's a singer. And I was like, yeah, exactly. And I said, the reason I asked, I don't expect you to know it, but I go, the people in the audience are like, they, they seemed younger. So I said, they shouldn't freak out about who this girl is. Cause I, well, it's not that far in the past that she won American Idol. She's a multi platinum Grammy uh, award winning singer. But I'm saying, like, if my teenage son doesn't like, oh, yeah, I definitely know who she is. You know, then the people in the audience shouldn't either. I said, unless they, they, they show the audience and it's like moms, you know, in their thirties, then, okay. I can under, I understand that. She won American Idol in 2005. And you, you said, you're like, oh, it's not that long ago. Just, just, just a few years back. She won. American Idol. By the way, when she won American Idol, my son was one year old. <laughs> okay, now that's well. I was just trying to think the rationale. You know, if she was an advertised celebrity, you know, like singer performer, but the the committee chairperson says, "Oh, I've got a special surprise, Carrie Underwood," 
And so, yeah, the people who are there are not anticipating Carrie Underwood. So I get your point. Now, that being said, there's going to be enough excitement and enough buzz. Like if you went to, to the high school that your son goes to. Right. And out of the, out of the blue, you, you know, and it's just an all school assembly, like not, not even right. any parents. If, if out of the blue, the principal superintendent, whomever says, all right, kids, a very special surprise. She came all the way from Nashville to spend, uh, to, to, Sing you the school song. Here's Carrie Underwood. They will flip their shit. I I be, because the people who know know, and like it, it's 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 the buzz. It's the energy. It, it it's infectious. Mike. It'd be it'd be the equivalent of instead of saying Carrie Underwood, they might as well just say uh, somebody who once played on Laverne and Shirley. That was neither <laughs> Laverne nor Shirley. They played a they played a, a waitress Squiggy? one time. Yeah, no, not even not even that person. They played you're, waitress number three. You're being way too hard on Carrie Underwood. She's still a you know she puts out music. She's younger than I'm us, sure Mike. She does. She, think sure of she, she's I'm, I'm, she's younger than than we are. She's hipper to that younger generation than we could ever hope to be. She there's no way she's younger. She's thirty eight. 38. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Trust me. She's enough. It, I, I can't say this for sure. Cause I haven't watched um, like the, all the pomp and circumstance, but I think, I believe she used to do the song for Monday night football. Like, she of course it, it was uh, for the longest time. It was uh, now his name escapes me. Um, Billy. <sighs> nope. Frank. Frank Castle. No, country musician. Franklin Castle. This is going to bother me. Big Big Frank. You're not helping. Big Otis. By the way, when you're thinking of that, I will also say, though, that you, you're talking about just a regular school assembly. No, this is the All-Valley Under-18 Karate Tournament. This ain't no just civil uh, school assembly. All right. Hank Williams Jr. for the longest time. I was close. I was close. <laughs> and then it was Faith Hill. And then it was Carrie Underwood. A lot of country singers for football. That makes sense. I'm not even sure what that means, sir, but I don't appreciate it. No, the All Valley 18 under. Under 18. Not under 18, 18 under. You can't, if you're 18, no. You do a different tournament. Under 18. All Valley under 18 karate <laughs> tournament. Also, can we talk about the improbability that Kenny would ever be in, you know, the, the junior high kid would ever be in the same age group as, right. as the high school kids? Um, yeah. No. He, there, there would be an under 18, but there'd also yes. be like an under 15. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <sighs> that's, that's one of the few things that actually threw me out. Like maybe, you know, I threw me out of my like suspended disbelief. I also, it, it, it whenever they have somebody who has never done any kind of fighting before, and then all of a sudden within a couple of weeks, they're fighting in this tournament with other people who have been training for years. The, the debate team girl. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, um, she's like, I, are you kidding? I'm not worried. I, I only did this for three days. And next thing I'm, right. I'm next, <laughs> next year, I'm gonna come back and own their asses or something like that. Right. You know? 
which I like her attitude. I like her yes. spunk, but yeah. Uh... Also, I I like when um, uh, Johnny Lawrence is uh, recruiting, is trying to get girls in there, and it's just so one, bad. This one girl is like, because uh, he's trying to show off Miguel. He's to have Miguel like shirtless with like baby oil on him and stuff like that, trying to flex, and then. He's talked to one girl uh, and the girl says, I'm he, the girl says I'm asexual, right? Asexual, a one word. And he's like, oh, that's awesome. He's a sexual too. <laughs> like he's a stud. <laughs> like they kind of, they kind of made fun of the whole, like, you know, new thing of gender fluid, non-binary thing now, but they made, and they, I was just saying they made fun of it. They made fun of Johnny for not understanding it. Right, yeah, yeah. Because the, uh, the girl was he's like, from a different era. Era, exactly. The girl was like, you know, what do you think about gender fluid or whatever? He's like, yeah, uh, fluids are crucial. <laughs> Got to stay so, hydrated. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and and that's you know again, it's his you know eighties mentality that yeah yeah the the show has shown over the four seasons that he he'll you know he'll never leave that era. Um, I thought it was great when. Miguel is driving, driving or riding with a uh, uh, Larusso, and I think he's driving. And yes. Christopher Cross is sailing, right? Yes. The, which, by the way, underrated song, uh, in by any metric. Uh, just sometimes, I know it's not your speed, Mike, but sometimes throw it in your YouTube. Christopher Cross I, sailing. I understand, yeah. And uh, and he's like, this isn't like Scorpion or whatever. Right, yeah. (laughs) There's rock and then there's soft rock, and it's okay. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Like yacht rock, I think, is what uh, it's often uh, referred to now. So, Uh, but there was tension, as there always is tension between uh, LaRusso and Lawrence. Um, But I really feel like by the end, by, by the season's climax and conclusion, there was a finally an understanding between the two. I, yes, I think there was, I think part of the understanding came from the kids uh, who were, uh, who was it? Uh, what what are, are the daughter? Sam. It was like, yeah, I learned, you know, Eagle Fang and that helped me out. And I learned Miyagi-Do and that helped me out. I, w- I want the best of both worlds. And that's how we saw, you know, Robbie was teaching the Cobra mm-hmm. Kai kids. He's like, to beat your enemy, you have to know their enemy. And so right. we're going to learn, you know, Miyagi do stuff and, and that'll help. And so, and, and, and we saw, you know, that pop up in the tournament, but you're right. It, it It's while the show is definitely about Daniel LaRusso, Johnny Lawrence, Crease, you know, et cetera. Uh, now Terry silver, it's as much, if not more about the next generation. Oh, absolutely. You know? And, and how they are cherry picking aspects of all forms to, you know, and that was the essence of, of, you know, Sam going out in the under 18 all Valley karate finals against stories like, you know, even even her dad, you know, uh, uh, Daniel Russo says, no, be you take what you learn from Miyagi to take what you learn from Eagle Fang and be be you don't right. you know, and by all rights, she should have won. Uh, we'll yes. see what happens in season five, which I think. I heard they're already filmed or filming. Wow. I could, yeah, I could see that. Uh, um, 
I'll say with uh, all these seasons now, it's it's kind of hard to keep track of who's good and who's bad. Because all of them, except I'm, there's an ob, there's obvious ones like Crease and and Silver who are, are bad, you know, you, right. you know that. But there's some like like Hawk, because I was trying to I was explaining it to Nolan and I was like, well, he was good at first and then he kind of went bad for a little bit and then like really bad and then he's kind of went back to being good. Now now you got to kind of feel sorry for him again, like. Yeah, when well, I I'll be honest with you, I was sad to see the hawk go. Yeah, uh, but it was good to see Eli back. So this is from Esquire.com, which you know okay. is a pretty reputable source. Yeah, uh, one of Cobra Kai's masterminds, John Hurwitz, has already announced that filming for the next season has wrapped. Whoa, uh, Esquire, and this was six days ago, so you know it's been so uh, should be out on Netflix soon. <laughs> uh, Esquire's best guess is that the the finished product will be out late 2022 or early 2023. I would say, and I would say, if there's done filming, give it us a summer release. You know, yeah, they they got to edit and do everything else. More add more karate to it. More, yeah, yep. Um, more than 41, 41 million households uh, watched season three, which was the first season that was purely on Netflix. The other two were on uh, YouTube, Red, YouTube Red. TV, yep. something like that. Yep. Uh, more than forty-one million households watched it in, in watched season three in its first twenty-eight days, and it cracked the top ten in Netflix's trending charts in eighty-five countries, being the number one spot in twenty-eight. I mean, it's good. Like I said, as long as long as you just put it in your head, like this is the universe where you know there's a universe where there's superheroes, and you just accept that. This universe where just karate is loved, right? And it's somewhat easy to learn too. Like you can go from nobody to almost winning a karate tournament. Mike, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up a, a story that involves the two of us from high school that you probably don't remember. Did we have karate? I had karate. Okay. And at the time, I'm not going to say you were a bully. Okay. But you had some antagonistic moments. Okay. What what year? Uh, junior high, you said? No, high school. High school. Okay. Okay. I don't know exactly. Uh, no, sophomore year. Um, okay. Because I was uh, with one of our classmates who moved the summer after sophomore year. Uh, however, one of our classmates, you were riding shotgun in his vehicle. Okay. So it had to be sophomore year by sophomore, yeah. uh, for the purpose of like, you know, getting in shape, staying in shape, yada, yada. I right. was taking some karate. Okay. And I remember it, it was cool enough that I was wearing a coat walking with okay. my friend, same friend that I took karate with, uh, who moved away uh, after that summer, probably to get away from me. Uh, (laughs) But you and um, and we've talked about the the driver and not somebody that uh, you really talk to anymore. And I don't, you know, no ill will, obviously it's 20, whatever years uh, ago. Um, But you were in his vehicle and you like reached out and you grabbed my coat while the vehicle's moving and I like I, I remember I downward punched your hand off my coat 
Mike. I do not remember that at all. I didn't think you would. Write in the chat who the driver was. Okay. Because I, I may- think I know who would have been the driver. Um, I may or may not spell the name right. That's okay. I, I'm I'm trying to no I don't remember like we're, we we couldn't have been going fast though right no like I wasn't being dragged along okay 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 all right oh folks folks uh, I don't take oh, this that guy okay don't take this uh, as like airing dirty laundry like I'm not kicking Mike off the show <laughs> no 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 it's funny though so no I don't remember that uh, I know who you're talking about mm-hmm. yeah uh, and no I don't. You That's know, fine. Uh, you know, so I felt like we were talking about karate. We were talking about, you yes. know, in, 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 in no real universe. Is it that big of a deal? Right. It's like, no. So save my life one night. I remember. So I, everyone has different views on how they are or how they were in the past and stuff like that. You know, because like for me, like I was never a bully. Like I, I don't say I got bullied, but I definitely wasn't like a popular one. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I was not popular at all. I had friends that were popular. I was not popular though. Um, similar. I, I'm in same boat. You know, right. I, I I was I was fringe in a lot of different yeah cliques. You know, yeah, but yeah. I but I didn't really fit in it. Mike, we could have been besties but, in school, but we just didn't. Well, that's true. That's true. I, I also I will say though that I remember. I don't think I've. I don't think we've talked about this on the podcast before. But when MySpace was big. Um, that I became friends with you on MySpace, yep. and I remember you sending me a message. And other way we talked back and forth, or whatever you know, camera. You sent me a message, and it was something like, um, I forgot how you worded, but it was like, if you were, I wish you were this cool in high school or something like that. <laughs> you were something. Like, it was basically like you were kind of a dick to me in high school. And I remember reading that and being like, really, like, uh, if. Like, I don't ever remember, like, being like that way. But at the same time, it's high school. So I do know in high school, I was definitely trying to be popular. And, like, I look back at certain things of, like, that I did. I'm like, ooh, I wish I would have, you know, talked to that girl. But I didn't talk to her because she wasn't popular. Or or the, the popular girls that were, you know, around, they wouldn't have approved of her. So that's why I didn't talk to her and stuff. I, uh... I say the following, not in any way to like uh, portray myself as a victim, but when I moved to to New Baden, it was middle of seventh grade year. At that point, all the New Baden and Trenton kids had already, you know, had a semester under their belt to, you know, meet up, click out. And and I just come in and I I, I joke about this now. Like I moved in. I wasn't particularly good at anything. Wasn't particularly smart. Not really, you know, good looking, funny last name. I was like easy target. Right, you start, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's kind of how I, how I lived my life, and that's still kind of how I live my life. I, you know, yeah. now I, I just, <laughs> the, I'm just the, the biggest abuser of myself now. Well, and, and the one of the biggest takeaways too that I think about old high school times is like it really doesn't matter. Like popularity in high school, it does not matter at all after high school right like i and we we obviously went to the same high school we know the people uh the the popular people in high school some of them are doing really good and stuff like that but it's you know it's not like you know you're popular in high school and then you're going to be the president or whatever or all say you're making you know multi-billions like it it has no bearing whatsoever 
No. Yeah. And congratulations to all of our classmates who, you know, I, I know a lot of them just in your hometown, they're all like small business owners and that's tre- yeah. tremendous. Uh, you know, everybody who's for those who moved on, got out. Great. For those who yeah. decided to stay, you're the reason we don't need any uh, <laughs> class reunions, really, because you see each yeah. other all the time. Um, we were so probably supposed to have our 20 year two years ago, and I nothing ever happened. I here's the funny thing about that. I was 10 years old when my dad had his 20 year class reunion because he was class of 72. And I remember that, you know, he and my mom went out like a babysitter came to the house and they went, you know, got dressed up. They came back with swag, which was hilarious in 1990. It was like, it was, it was like a, a a beer coolie that said like BTH. My dad went to Belleville West. So it was like BTHS West class of 72, you know, 20 year reunion, all this stuff. And like what I might take away from that night was, um, Watching Roger Rabbit. Okay. And watching the old American Gladiators. Like okay. before, yeah, yeah. Well, b- yeah. b- before, like they had like the, the, uh, like the, uh, the, uh, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't think that was the night that I almost had my nose broken by my babysitter, uh, who ended up being one of our high school teachers. I'll tell you about that later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but you know, it's like, and yeah, my 20 year class reunion is like, you know, pandemic. And I right. don't, can't say that for sure that I'd have gone if there wasn't a pandemic. <laughs> and honestly, I don't even know if there was anything planned uh, in advance anyway. I don't think there I, was. I just remember that uh, because, and, and I joke about this uh, with a lot of people and folks, uh, we apologize. We have gone so far off the rails. Like this was supposed to be the, the guys talking Cobra Kai uh, and we did. it we was for a couple Kai. minutes. <laughs> Yeah. But like, I remember that as, as a class, our, our leadership, our class leadership, our officers decided to spend so much money junior year on the senior prom for the seniors who were a year ahead of us that we had to pay. I don't know if you remember this, Mike, we had enough money in our coffers to take the bus to New Baden Park. We had to pay $17 a head to go to Carlisle Lake. I, I I don't remember, but I do remember since you've you've said it before. Oh, and, I, it, and I believe you. And like I'd I'd have paid 40 bucks if we could have just gone to Six Flags. Yeah. I uh we were not good at selling magazine subscriptions. We were we were not good at like yeah, fundraising at all. We were horrible. We're, no, that's that's I I know there's no money. That's why I said I don't think there was anything that was planned anyway. Yeah. We had we have no money. I remember the five-year uh, reunion was out of uh, Trenton Sportsman's, which I was in Nebraska, so I didn't go. Uh, I don't know of any other reunions that ever were supposed to happen. So I, like I said, I know there was a five-year one. I don't, I didn't go to that one. Same. And then there was because uh, I was like, okay, so we were in twenty-three, and I'm like, I have not done much of anything at all. Like, and I'm like, there's going to be people that are like talking about graduating college, moving on to their career, blah, 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 maybe starting a family. I'm like, I have not done it. Well, had a kid at the time. But besides that, no college, no, you know, future, anything like that. And then our 10 year one, which we would have been 28, I still hadn't done much of anything. So I'm like, I'm not going to that. I, uh, I, I think it's when you, you said, you know, at the five year one, you did have a kid. Yeah. Um, and, we were asked, you know, whether we were, 
were able to attend or not to like, Hey, send us in a little paragraph of what you've been up to in the last five years. And so I remember specifically putting in mind, um, to the best of my knowledge, I haven't fathered any illegitimate children, <laughs> which like, duh, it's, uh, you know, it's not like I had a ton of prospects. I see, like for, for us, like the people that I want to talk to for the most part, out of high school, I am same, you know, there might be like one or two, if I really think about it, or I'm like, oh, I wonder what that person's up to, but all of the, that conversation would literally probably just last about that long. Like, Hey dude, what have you been up to? Cool. All right. That, that small talk. Yeah. yeah mo- moving on. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, this has been a fun trip down memory lane. Mike. Yes. Yes, it has. Do we have anything else nerdy to talk about? We've talked about Morbius and Cobra Kai and a lot of personal stories. That's right. Little, little therapy. That's good. That's good. <laughs> All right. Nothing. Uh, no. We'll bring some bring some more to the table next week, Mike. God dang it. Well, I can tell you that I'm watching uh, rewatching Daredevil. And I'm on season two now, and it's uh, still very good. This season two is it's it's good with Punisher. The Electra, I don't care about Electra. I just don't. I but you know I, what I forgot to mention. I watched season two of The Witcher. Okay, how was it? I really enjoyed it. Now, is it as good as season one? No. However, it is easier to follow because it's all in a linear timeline, which you know okay. I like my linear timeline. Yes. Mike. Yes. Um. So it's it's not what I expected, but in the best way, you know, no disappointment for me whatsoever. I did enjoy it. Um, It makes me want to go back, start at the very beginning uh, and and watch seasons one and two all over again. Um, Easier, at least at this point, to get through than Game of Thrones because there's only two seasons as compared to eight. So. But I, I encourage anybody to watch The Witcher. I think yes. more people should. I think Henry Cavill had like he uh, apparently I was doing minimal, minimal uh, looking into it. Apparently, Henry Cavill is a huge Witcher fan. And so I yes. think he signed on initially for like seven seasons. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, which is tremendous. Uh, somebody yes. said, I don't know, who are they going to get to play him after he goes to do the uh, what series is it for? prime or, or something like that then anyway, there was talk of a uh, mass effect i think is, is like yeah, a video yeah, game yeah. series yeah. uh and one of the rebuttals in that was uh he's such a fan of of the this you know world and, and these characters and things like that that he'll he'll play it as long as he can so good on him um and what i like is the story's not 100 percent. it 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 it's dependent on him but there's enough uh, of a world built that he's not like in every second of the show. So it's, it's, okay. it's very, it's very good in from that regard. So I, again, the Witcher watch it two seasons and an animated season, which I haven't figured out yet. Haven't watched it, but uh, all on Netflix, Mike. There you go. And season 10 of Letterkenny. Yep. Yeah, sure. So I'm sure that's there too. Oh, no, it's there, Mike. Trust me. Yeah, sure. I haven't finished it, but it's there. Oh. Uh, all right. So if you've got nothing else and I've got nothing else, then it's just uh, waiting and watching until the next thing drops, and then we'll watch that and talk about it. Uh, but seriously, Mike, bring more to the table next week, would you? Okay. I'll bring more to it. Don't worry. <laughs> all right. So for the co-host of the year, Mike Luther, I am Greg Mahochko. It's well past my bedtime, and 
possibly mics. Uh, but we thank you for watching or uh, watching, listening to this episode of Nerds United, and uh, you know, sharing it with your friends if you deemed it entertaining enough. And we'll catch you next time on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network, which, Mike, I don't know if you know this or not, but with the return of Greg and Chad's Power Half Hour, I uh, made some minor tweaks and adjustments to jitterymonkey.com as a webmaster that I am, uh, A, so that people could find Greg and Chad's Power Half Hour, Chad and Greg's, and also uh, various menus that people can now go and click uh, on all of the shows and be taken right to their entire list of, of all their episodes. So if uh, you go to jitterymonkey.com folks, you can uh, find my one, two, three cents, the podcast nerds United or Chad and Greg's power half hour and be uh, with a click uh, out of that main homepage, get right to the entire list of that shows episodes for all of your listening pleasure. So uh, enjoy Mike, enjoy uh, the rest of your weekend. We'll see you next time on Nerd United, where we remind you this week and every week to be kind and rewind. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.